Welcome to SIDCast, a podcasting resource dedicated to telling stories and sharing the experiences of the sports information and athletic communications profession. My name is David Gibson. If you could, before you get any further into today's episode, go to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get this podcast, leave us a rating and a review. It only takes a few minutes and it allows for the show to grow uh, as we expand upon our listenership, our fan base and as well as telling the SID story. So, uh, also, be sure to go ahead and go over to Twitter and Facebook. Give us a follow at SportsInfoCast on both of those platforms as well. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hey, what's up, guys? I know that we are starting to get to crunch time of the convention uh, season, really, because there's a lot going on. Um, ECAC, I know, has already started up in Massachusetts, that area. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later because Ira Thor is up there. Um, and then I know a lot of you are going to Cosida next week in Orlando. Uh, we, I will not be in attendance for that, but I do have a lot of information for you today. Uh, if you are, if you're listening to this on a plane or in your office, uh, in an Uber, or in your own car driving down. Uh, we got a lot of bite-sized information for you, but before I want to get into any of that, um, I want to tell you guys that if you're new to the show, because I'm imagining this is going to get a lot, not to toot my own horn, but I think this is going to get quite a bit of play, um, go to our newsletter, sidcast.fireside.fm slash newsletter, and sign up for that. You'll get all the SIDcast information. You'll get episodes directly to your inbox. Um, working on trying to get some sort of other subscription like service like that. It'll be, it'll be obviously free. Um, but the problem is everybody wants like me to shift hosting my podcast over there. And I said, no, um, because that's, I mean, doesn't do anything for me other than make a newsletter. But uh, what we're going to do today is have three parts to this. We have three different people. So if you're wondering, oh, who's this about or is it just you talking uh, solo? We have three different people. The first you're going to hear from is Lori Bullock, and I will introduce her in a minute. Uh, the second will be Ira Thor, and the third will be Jeremy Rosenthal. If those names are familiar to you, what we're going to be doing is uh, Lori is going to go through just the overall convention, what's new, what you guys get to do, what you guys, the input you guys get to have. Um, there are a couple other really cool things as far as the luncheon, and then there's uh, one that I wish I was at would be uh, kind of like a co-sided feedback uh, panel-ish type of thing. Uh, you can ask questions about the organization. She'll go all through that. Um, and then we will shift over to Ira. I'm going to introduce each of these people kind of a little bit more in depth. Ira's going to do more of the programming. Uh, if you sign up for an educational lounge session, if you are interested in being a speaker next year, uh, things like that, uh, that will be where you get all that information. And I know that we just went with Chris Mitchell and talked about the 5K and the, the Goodness and Wellness Committee and the uh, service project that the guys will be doing down in Orlando. But we got to reiterate it again with uh, a little bit more in-depth with Jeremy Rosenthal from Indiana. Um, he'll come on in the final part, and that will be uh, this episode. I think it'll be about, I'm going to shoot for around 40 minutes just to kind of give you guys some bite-sized information. Uh, what I'm also going to do, if you are new to the show or you don't know any of these people, uh, I'm going to link their original episodes because all three of them have been on the show before, one of them twice, um, in the show description. And then uh, what I'm also going to think I'm going to be doing in the description is giving you kind of a minute mark when certain uh, parts start for information. That way, if you think you heard something that you like and can't remember where quite in the episode it was, uh, I will give the minute mark to where uh, we started with Lori, then with Ira, and then with Jeremy. So that will be how we do things today. Um so, yeah, we will start off with Lori Bullig. She works for Cosida, uh, currently on her way down to Orlando now as of the time of this recording. Uh, we will talk a little bit more about the convention as a whole, what to expect, what's new, what's different, why you should go to some uh, educational, or not really educational, but like the luncheons and everything, Academic All-American, the keynote speakers, uh, everything fun. You don't want to miss this right here on SIDcast. 
so let's get kind of right into it here a little bit. We're going back to Orlando. We just kind of went through uh, a little trip to DC that everybody seemed to enjoy. And you guys are coming off of uh, one of the highest attended COSIDA conventions as of late. So, I mean, what, what are the expect- expectations this year um, for Orlando? Well, first of all, thanks, David. Um, You know, we are trending exactly like we always do in Orlando. We're just shy of 900 uh, registrants for the convention. So that is a very healthy amount, uh, what we are used to seeing in Orlando. It was kind of fun to go to Washington, D.C. and do something different. But um, Orlando just has such a great setup for, you know, not only COSIDA, but all of NACTA. And, um, and we're so used to it and they're used to us. And so we get, we get treated so well in Orlando. So, um, uh, we're looking forward to being back there. Perfect. Well, if anybody, uh, wanted to kind of get a little bit of, uh, I know there's some scheduling stuff that maybe I like, I know a lot of people like to write it down their scheduling it beforehand, um, to kind of remind them of different things, but you also guys have an app coming out here soon. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So the app will be, um, you know, we've, we've stopped printing any kind of schedule. Um, just wasn't getting enough use, you know, saw people walking around on the convention floor looking at their phones and not their, their printed schedules. So, you know, you, you go with the times. So the, the mm-hmm. app will roll out here in the next week, obviously. And everybody who's registered for the convention will get a code that they can download and, uh, and access the app. It is uh, the Sports System Press Pass app. Uh, a lot of people probably still have it on their phone from last year. Go ahead, log out of it because you're going to need uh, to enter a new code to access it. And in this app, you are going to be able to create your own personalized convention schedule. So anything that's COSIDA related, you can um, you know, select on the app and then uh, it will store it in your personal schedule and on Sunday, when you're ready to go, you can say, oh, yep, I know I'm going, you know, from here to here to here. And you don't have to wade through this ginormous uh, programming and and social schedule that we have up on Cosida.com. So be on the lookout for the app information. Gotcha. So that'll be coming out soon for everybody. Uh, What about maybe some um, people who weren't really thinking about going and then all of a sudden decided to go? You got some on-site registration as well. Oh, absolutely. Yes, you can register on site. And at at that time, you will get uh, information on how to access the app as well. Um, You know, we don't turn anybody away. I mean, this is a a great professional development opportunity. And we will, uh, we'll be all set up to, you know, to catch anybody who decided at the last minute, hey, I want to go down to Orlando and hang out with 900 of my closest friends. (laughs) <laughs> Perfect. I think Roy Pickerel calls it what a family reunion. Family I think reunion. Is what, yes. Yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> um, so once you get this badge, it gets you into any programming. I think a lot of people we talked a little bit off air about this is that they don't really realize that. Um, I know last year for me, I was actually able to go to some uh, NACTA stuff uh, and the badge got me in just fine. So you're not limited to to the COSIDA programming, correct? Correct. So you have that, uh, you know, it's a credential, just like anything that we hand out for our events on campus. Um, and that gets that gets people into any NACTA-sponsored event that doesn't include food service. So bottom line is they don't want to pay for our people to eat. We don't want to pay for their people to eat. But our badges are um, accepted or, or, you know, gain us entrance to any session that is going on. Um, so if you are interested in NACMA programming and you see something you just cannot, um, you know, live without learning and it's a NACMA program or a NACTA speaker, then you you just show them this badge and it gets you in the door, no problem. And then the same for people who have NACTA and, and ba- you know badges from their yeah. other affiliate organizations. They too have access to COSIDA programming. Perfect. Well, let's talk a little bit about the programming here. Um, some highlighted sessions. What are you guys most excited for? What are you kind of looking forward to yeah. as uh, we approach uh, Orlando? I am looking forward to a lot. I have to say, I in fact, I wish I was two different people because I've got a lot going on and uh, there's I'm, I'm conflicted about some things. But I will just run through a few things that I think are, are pretty interesting. And uh, obviously, you know, my tastes may not be yours, but um, right off the bat on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 
we are going to host a uh, the COSIDA staff is going to host a session about um, basically as a follow up to the membership survey. So if you'll remember, there was a big long membership survey um, earlier this year, and you know we compiled all those results, and and there were some very interesting things. Nothing that jumped right out and surprised us as a staff, like you know you need to do this better, or maybe you should do this instead of this. Nothing really shocked us. But we did want to use the convention as an opportunity to follow up on that. So there were, I don't know, there were probably 200 people who took the survey and said, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to get in front of COSIDA and ask some questions. So we have a, um, a moderator who is going to lead the session and then um, Doug Vance and uh, Rob Knox and uh, possibly our incoming president, Herb Vincent, will be there to answer member questions, but then also staff as well. So it's called COSIDA Listens to You, follow up to membership survey. So I, I am always curious what our members think. And I hope that um, that it is a session that's productive and uh, we can all walk away with some, you know, some to do's or uh, some better understanding of maybe what goes on uh, behind the scenes with COSIDA. So um, that's right off the bat on uh, on Sunday. Uh, speed networking, you know, we introduced oh, yeah. it a couple of years ago. It's <laughs> so popular. It's also on Sunday at three o'clock. Uh, so be sure, and, and it's a big room and be sure and bring all your business cards. I know people say you don't hand out business cards anymore, but with speed networking, you do hand out business cards. So, you know, grab a big batch and bring them, bring them to Orlando. Um, our keynote, I'm sorry, not our keynote, our featured speaker on Sunday is Dr. Derek Greenfield. And he will talk about uh, building for an inclusive excellence in the SID profession. I have not heard Dr. Greenfield speak, but I have been on calls where several of, of our members have been to his presentations and they say he blows you away. Um, things you've never thought of that um, you know might hold your office back from everybody being able to participate at their, you know, their their fullest strength. So maybe you don't know it. Maybe you're unconsciously leaving someone out, not intentionally, but, um, but how, you know, how to help break down some of those unconscious biases that we may have and build our office into this very strong unit. So I'm extremely excited to hear Dr. Greenfield. I've heard a lot of great things about him. Um, so those are some of Sunday's sessions. Um, Monday, uh, something that I think is a good addition that we did last year is a, uh, a panel that the Knight Commission on Intercollegiate Athletics co-sponsors with COSIDA. And that actually includes uh, student athletes from the Student Athlete Advisory Committees, and it includes our Academic All-America Hall of Famers. So, um, you know, obviously current student athletes, and the ability to to talk to former student athletes and compare and contrast their experiences. So I think you know it's important for SIDs to know what you know what their current what their student athletes are thinking, um, and and sometimes it helps the, the current student athletes to have a perspective of you know what things used to be like. So right. that's Monday afternoon. Um, we also have a featured speaker on Monday, Don Dougal, who is going to be talking about writing and storytelling. Um, that's a, a great, a great professional development opportunity with a very known, well-known speaker uh, on the topic. So um, Monday night, I'm sorry, that, so that's Monday. Uh, more sessions on Tuesday. Uh, we are going to have a divisional day kickoff breakfast again. I'll talk a little bit more about uh, the awards later, but uh, the featured speaker during that breakfast is Eric Papp, and he will talk about productivity at work. I don't think there's anybody, uh, you know, any member who can say, hey, I've got it down. I think uh, we're all looking for those ways to be more productive and, you know, work smarter, not harder kind of thing. Um, so I'm looking forward to hearing Eric, uh, divisional day programming takes place on Tuesday. We have moved that off of Monday onto Tuesday. And, uh, for the first time ever, uh, during the lunch on Tuesday, which is a grab and go lunch in the exhibit hall, uh, we're going to have a state of the association address by our executive director, Doug Vance. Um, usually that's a business meeting and it still will be a business meeting where we elect officers for the coming, uh, board year 
uh, but it's also, and, and hear about finances, but it's also going to be an opportunity to hear Doug Vance talk about Cosida, where it's been, where it is, and where we expect it to go. And then on Wednesday, um, Cosida and NACMA have a joint session. They have several joint sessions, but this one is a highlight to me. Uh, how to become a digital powerhouse. It's at 9 a.m. on Wednesday. We're talking people from Twitter, people from um, South Carolina, uh, people from uh, Atlanta FC. So, you know, very, very, um, very high-powered people in the world of social and digital. Um, so I think that people will really enjoy that. Um, also that, that morning, we have uh, Catrice Albert, who is the NCAA's uh, Diversity and Inclusion Vice President, and she's going to have a fireside chat. I don't exactly know what that means, but I don't think there'll be an actual <laughs> fire. But um, she will be up. Uh, this is another uh, joint session. And she will be talking to uh, members about diversity and inclusion in collegiate athletics. Never uh, a topic that is, it, we always need to hear about it. So uh, looking forward to her. Dr. Jared Spencer uh, talks about the mind of the athletic administrator and talks about clearing your mind for better performance. He's a featured speaker on Wednesday. And um, then, you know, we'll end. On Wednesday, we'll end the convention with our wrap-up session, which the last two years has been really fun and a lot of energy. We have convention trivia. Uh, we're going to have a wheel of fortune that we're going to spin for prizes. And it's just really a great time for, uh, you know, everybody who's still around to decompress and come together and, and just have fun. So that's, uh, that's Wednesday afternoon after the sessions have concluded. Perfect. Well, uh, I like, I want to touch on a few things just <laughs> yeah. here myself. Um, I know the business card stuff that you mentioned. Yes. Uh, I still find it incredibly important because my first convention was what, two years ago in Orlando. I didn't have any. Yeah. Um, and, and I had a lot last year. <laughs> it was, I think there's like a Vista print deal for like 500 or something like that. And they get it to you super quick. Um, it made the world of a difference. Uh, especially during that speed networking session, like like what you said, is a lot of fun. You might lose your voice by the end of it, but it is a lot of fun. Um, trust me, I, I figured that out from yes, from yeah, so, I can I can agree. Being in that room, you know, you do kind of have to talk a little bit louder than uh -huh. the person next to you as well. So yeah, it's it's uh, you want you want to have the business cards and you want to drink a lot of water before. Oh yeah, yeah, stay hydrated definitely, especially when you're about to participate in the five k, which you'll hear about <laughs> here coming up here pretty soon from Jeremy. Um, other stuff going on, and I know that there, people have got to eat. Uh, you got some luncheons, you got an academic All American celebration, um, Hall of Fame. I mean, what's going on with all of that? I mean, who are some speakers? How do we plan on doing this thing? Okay, well, I, I sure hope members. Um, you know, our big thing is we want our members to be together to celebrate. It's a community, uh, definitely the family reunion that uh, Dr. Pickerell talks about. Um, yes, it's great to go out offsite and have fun. And that's, that's wonderful. There are plenty of opportunities to do that, but a couple of things that I, I think, and, and I, I think you, you might agree are important to COSIDA. Uh, one of them is the Google cloud academic all America hall of fame induction. That's uh, Monday night at five 30. And the great thing is it's from five 30 to seven. So if you want to do something afterwards, um, you can you can scoot there's and there's other things planned i know but but um it will be the fastest 90 minutes of your life because first of all uh reese davis is the mc and he is a pros pro i mean the guy is so smooth and funny and just hugely entertaining and then you put him with uh, a class that includes an astronaut and, you know, somebody who works for NASA at the Jet Propulsion Lab, right? Huh. And, uh, and, and just so a former Major League Baseball player and then a guy who's just done an incredible amount of good with the wealth that he's been given. So Willie Bloomquist, Louise Jandura, Nicole Mann, Greg Meredith. I'm, I'm going to guess that there are some people who have not heard of, of many of those people. I, I hadn't either, uh, but I, you know, helped... Um, write the scripts for their videos and, 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 and read over their nominations and I'm blown away. Um, so they're very smart, very, um, I say down to earth, but like I said, we have an astronaut in the group who's getting yeah. ready to go in space. Kind of so, ironic. Yeah, I know. So, um, 
you know, we may not have that marquee name this year like we did last year with Peyton Manning, but I can promise that you will, if you come at 530 on Monday in the Seiko Ballroom, you will walk away. First of all, the time will fly and you will walk away thinking, oh my gosh, yeah, this is kind of, I get it. This is, you know, this is why we do it. This mm -hmm. is why this program is so important to Cosida. It's why it's a prestigious program for the student athletes who get these honors today, because in 25, 30 years, they may be sitting in these same chairs and we may be looking at, you know, the person who cured cancer or the, per you know, I mean, just yeah. the, the, the possibilities are just limitless. And so I, I highly encourage, it's a great show. It's, um, it's, Again, it seems like 90 minutes, you're like, ah, I'd rather go out and eat. But it's so quick. It's just so enjoyable. And, um, I, you know, I ask members to come and give it a try. And you know what? If your athletic director doesn't really get the Academic All-America program and why it's so it's, uh, important and, and prestigious, bring him or her along. Right. Bring your bring your assistant AD who's like, I don't really get why you have to turn in those nominations and why it's so stressful to vote. And we'll bring them along because this this particular show kind of puts a bow on why this program is is so important to Cosida and really so important to student athletes. Perfect. Well, uh, and it's not every day you get to listen to an astronaut. You see Peyton Manning on TV every other seems like commercial break. Exactly. I don't know how often do you get to see an astronaut? So um, we talked, I mean, there's a lot of other stuff going on that we may not have talked about, might not have gotten to. I know there's an exhibit hall that you guys can go and see um, different kind of after hour things that you guys can go have fun at. Um, but I want to talk to you about something that we really highlighted the last time you and I got together with this um, mentorship programming. I was a part of it the last two years, won't be a part of it this year, um, obviously, but um, what's changed about it? What is it? How can people get involved? Um, any, any other detail you want to give to these people? Absolutely. So la last year we had over 200 people participate, which was, wow, big, big time record. Um, we enter our fifth year this year. We just put, um, we, ju we just actually finished with the first round of pairings. We have not publicized those yet, but we're, I'm getting ready to. Um, so what's exciting and what's new is we have a brand new committee that's going to help help um, steer this agenda for the mentorship program every year. So uh, Brian Morales at Wagner is the chair. Teresa Kurtz uh, from Kansas is the vice chair. Uh, they're super excited about it. They've already put their committee together. It's great people who've spent, who've invested a lot of their time as mentors and, and a couple of them as mentees in the program. So they are going to kind of take a look at the mentorship program inside out. Um, you know, what's worked, what, what doesn't, what do we need to add? I think they're going to help the pairs along throughout the year um, by putting a committee member, sort of putting a committee member in quote charge of them. And, um, and that committee member can help facilitate, you know, are you talking? If, you, if not, you know, how about you, how about you communicate maybe a different way? You know, let's talk about ways to, to help that communication and facilitate that relationship building. So I'm really excited about that. Um, you know, one, one great thing about this program is we really never close it. So even though we've opened it up and we've already got, you know, like, 30 or 40 matches made. This program kind of goes on throughout the year. So if you are interested in being a mentor or being a mentee, um, you can always contact me uh, on the COSIDA staff and let me know. And I will work with the chair and the vice chair and we will get you paired up with, you know, your, your mentor or mentee. And, um, officially officially kicks off in august when everybody's back in school for their academic year but um but it's really kind of a year-long thing and and you know i just actually before we got on the phone david i just finished talking with my mentee from this past year and uh and we've had a great relationship um it's mm -hmm. we talked about the different ways you can you know the different reasons you could need a mentor or a mentee and you know, one of the things I would encourage people is it doesn't always have to be about your career. I mean, it can be. And certainly that's the majority. People want to, you know, be better in their career and, and maybe work their way up the ladder and they want advice and help for how to do that or maybe how to interview for jobs or whatever. But my mentee last year specifically wanted 
a female who had worked in college athletics for quite a while. It had nothing, it didn't matter that I'm not on a campus doing SID work every day. She right. wanted to um, understand my path, where I veered off of it, why I veered off of it, how I got back on it. And it was mostly because, you know, she's getting married and she might start a family. And she just wanted to know some of the ways people accomplish that and work in athletics. So we never talked about um, you know, Adobe Photoshop. <laughs> we never mm -hmm, talked yeah. about press releases. <laughs> we didn't talk about any of that stuff. We talked about just, you know, career paths and, and, um, you know, what, 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 what makes us do what we do, how we make decisions and stuff like that. And so again, you can get a, a mentor who can absolutely teach you everything you need to know about a certain Adobe product, but you can also get a mentor who can just teach you more about how to open your mind to different things. Um, so great program. I encourage anybody who wants to be a part of it to let me know. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I know the, my first year in it, I uh, had Matt Turk, who is at uh, CSUN now. They also just yep. had a child. And then I've had um, Jason Hendricks last year, who is now having a child. Wow. And oh, one of the greatest months of the Jason. year. What's that? <laughs> I said, good for Jason. Yeah. Yeah. They're having a new little baby coming along. So good for them. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I, I, I know that a lot of people, uh, I know I went to the, um, the meeting last year. Yes. Uh, Zip, my friend and mentor, Zach Shore, uh, followed me along. He wanted to be uh, a part of that. He also didn't sign up in advance. He came on site and he was actually able to participate in the program, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so if, if you're worried about that and you're just sitting there thinking right now, maybe on the flight or maybe in a car right now, listening to this episode, um, I want to be a part of this, but I didn't sign up. Uh, you guys will take care of him. So, uh, absolutely. And there is, a, there is a, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I failed to mention this. There is a meeting, uh, for, there is a mentorship session, so to speak. And that is on Sunday. And I don't have the time right here in front of me. I believe oh, maybe 11 o'clock. I'm so sorry. I can't, I just, it's on the app. I know look on the app. But anyway, <laughs> that is the time to come. If you're part of the program now, or if you want to be part of the program, because you absolutely yeah. do not have to have signed up already to come to that meeting. In fact, give me, you know, come to the meeting, give us your name. And by the time you leave, we may have a mentor or mentee for you. Awesome. Well, Lori, thank you very much for coming on. I know everybody appreciates it. I will link uh, the previous episode we've had with Lori uh, last summer as part of this episode description. Uh, you'll be able to go back and listen to that as far as her background and everything. So be sure to look out for that. So Lori, thanks again for coming on. Awesome. Take care. See you in Orlando. So Ira has been on the show twice. Uh, once when I was just getting started, he was episode 13. And then once again, back in November when we hit uh, episode 100. And now he's on again with episode 124. You kind of have to pardon the background noise here a little bit with this one, guys, because um, he is in the hotel kind of lobby area um, where he was at ECAC convention up in Massachusetts. Uh, basically for a day, which is crazy to me. Uh, we'll go through more about the program and the educational lounge stuff. Uh, what's different from last year to this year, other than the obvious, which is you get more seats. There's about triple the roster size that you can sign up for now. Uh, more stuff to learn about, longer sessions, uh, more hands-on things. So you guys, it's just not one of those uh, sessions where you sit there and I mean, you would take notes, but you take notes and leave, you get to ask questions, you get to physically take your product, uh, take Adobe, um, take any other personal questions, there'll be a lot more of that it is, I would say, deep down, it is now personal with that. Um, and then we will also talk a little bit more about some of the trending topics, what is selected as a trending topic, uh, as well as an educational lounge session. Um, and then we will also talk about what if you wanted to basically be a speaker next year, um, or if you wanted to submit any ideas to the programming committee and how hard this programming committee works, uh, you'll find out how to do that and a whole lot more uh, with our little, I guess, part two of this uh, right here on SID Cast.
the, some of the programming stuff. We talked a little bit with Lori earlier in the episode about what you got going on as far as some of the luncheons and as far as some of the things that she's most looking forward to and some of the feedback stuff Cosina is going to be getting as far as the organization's concerned in the panel. So um, what are you most looking forward to to first off, to start off? You're an ECAC right now. So what's this whole season like for you? Well, I was invited to uh, come up to ECAC SIDA to present. You know, the timing was really tough because their convention is, and they do a really great job every year up here on, on the East Coast, but their convention was Tuesday uh, through the end of the week and the turnaround and go fly all the way to Orlando and be away from the family for, you know, more than a week and a half would have been really tough, especially my daughter's birthday tomorrow. But, you know, I, I welcome the invitation to come up here and present today on football, um, and which is, you know, working NFL, it's, it's you pick up a lot of knowledge. It's nice to be able to share. So great job by everybody here at ECAC side. I'm very happy to be here in Framingham as we record this now. But looking ahead to Casida this year, um, you know, first of all, I, I want to give a big shout out to Wendy Mayer and Jim Powers and the rest of the programming committee. I don't think people really realize unless you're on the committee just how much work goes on year round to get the programming uh, for this convention. Wendy is our vice chair. Um, whoever the second vice president of COSIDA is that year and the officer rotation is the chair, but the vice chair you know, does so much work and Wendy Mayer has done an absolutely phenomenal job working with Barb Kowal to, to really get this convention up and off the ground. You know, Jim Powers and I have assisted her, but Wendy really does the heavy lifting. The, uh, the educational lounge last year we debuted was was really probably the most yeah. popular thing last year and you know w with anything it's a little bit of trial and error and you you really want to try to learn from what went well and where you can improve and you know one of the things that we obviously wanted to do was try to make them a little bit longer and allow a little bit more time between sessions so for that q a and you know for those conversations to naturally happen the other thing was that last year, you know, people were a little frustrated in year one that mm -hmm. they were shut out of sessions. And, you know, the first year that we offered it, we wanted to limit it to about 20 people per room. And, you know, just based on, on the space in Washington, D.C. last year, we were only limited to how many sessions we could hold. The good news is this year in Orlando, thanks to space and thanks to popularity, we were able to basically triple mm -hmm. the number of seats available. We went from about 400 seats available yeah. last year, which all filled up. Everything was sold out last year uh, to about 1,100. In fact, um, there will be very often two going on at the same time, and you're allowed to sign up for as many as three. And because of the increase in the not only the, the volume of the sessions, but um, just the, the spacing, because we went from about 20 seats to about 32 seats this year, we still actually have a few sessions that are not filled as of this recording. Yeah, I, I know last year, um, uh, my girlfriend and I went to uh, Holiday World here in Indiana. And uh, it was that Friday and I was waiting because I was doing the podcasting panel for you guys in your inaugural year last year. I get back home and I check to see how many seats are available because somebody had asked me about it. And we were sold out already. So I'm glad that you kind of mentioned with the space and everything like that. It totally made sense as far as last year, kind of constrain that, see, what, see what's going on. Um, so what's new as far as what, what, what can people sign up for? Uh, what have people signed up for? I mean, what are some of these lounge sessions programming? I mean, what, what can people learn here? Well, obviously the whole idea behind the lounge initially was that, you know, it's very challenging to try to learn hands-on skills in a larger room with four or mm -hmm. 500 people in there. And sometimes you can't see. So the whole idea was to make this more of an intimate, smaller setting. That's why we called it the lounge. Um, and, and to work on some tangible skills, whether it's something with technical, last year Photoshop and graphic design were obviously uh, heavily popular uh, sessions. But you know, this year we've expanded it to include some things that are actually a little bit non-technical, like writing. Mm -hmm. The most popular thing this year, shocker, were the sessions on uh, Genius Sports, on NCAA Live Stats. We know how uh, hot topic that was this year throughout our, our industry. And you know, those sessions sold out first this year. You know, If you didn't get in, that's okay because they still will have the product theater where you'll be able to go in and ask questions. And quite frankly, 
uh, probably just go up uh, to their the booth all week and ask the question. So if you did get shut out of that, you know, obviously don't don't fret. You'll still have the opportunity to, to, to get some of that one on one throughout the week. Um, looking through our list right now, the final educational lounge list, you know, day one on Sunday, there's such topics as Premiere Pro and live streaming setup and strategies. Um, there's actually uh, two Premiere Pro sessions. I'm actually going to be attending one of them, um, you know, which will help people with, with different elements of, of video editing. Um, there's actually going to be um, a non-technical uh, panel on societal standards and culture change. Uh, then we're going to later in the day, there'll be uh, some after effects, both basic and intermediate, and then some intermediate live streaming and setups. So that's a day one look. Day two, there'll be video editing. Uh, there'll be a, uh, a writing conversation tips and advice session uh, with Don Dougal, which will be pretty popular. One that I thought was important for us to add this year was something on photography. And as a group, we've added digital photography and lighting basics, which will be helpful to people. Uh, NCAA basketball live stats, After Effects uh, Intermediate, um, using a yeah. drone, which I think is fascinating. I didn't get signed up for that one, but I think that will be quietly one of the uh, more popular ones um, highlight videos on the fly you know for those of us who have to try to put something together you know when you're not sitting at your desk and then the final one on monday will be ncaa volleyball live stats and having been on the ncaa's uh, uh stats committee with the beta testing for that i think that will be a very popular topic uh tuesday june 11th There'll be one on feature stories in the morning, creating sustainable feature segments. Another NCAA Live Stats volleyball segment. We, obviously, that's so popular, we couldn't have it just once. Photoshop Basics. Uh, there will be a NCAA Live Stats for soccer session. Um, having seen the soccer program when I was in Indy back in the fall, I think people are going to really enjoy it. Uh, then we'll be an Adobe Spark video session in the afternoon. Uh, that one I actually will be attending myself. Um, I try to use, you know, video highlights and, and some of our photography assets, you know, in, in our branding. There'll be an advanced Photoshop uh, in the afternoon that'll close day three of the educational lounge, and then on Wednesday the twelfth, uh, there will be an intermediate Photoshop, blend it, layers and blending and cutouts, stuff of that magnitude. Basic video editing for Premiere Pro. Those folks are still kind of new to to video editing. Uh, live streaming video, such discussions as blue frame production truck technology and kind of what you need to do to get off the ground. And uh, as somebody who my office here went from no cameras to three cameras for every event, you know, it is definitely something possible for people to do in one year uh, if you have the budget. InDesign Basic will be one of the sessions on the last day, After Effects Basics. Uh, podcasting, oh, yeah. one of the topics I'm sure you are very passionate about. And then to close the day, Photoshop Basic will be another uh, basic session. Uh, keying and green screen use, which is a new one that we've added this year, which we think will be pretty popular. Uh, InDesign Basics will be a second session for that. And then there'll be more advanced Photoshop and intermediate Photoshop in the afternoon. And then we'll finish the uh, lounge up with basic live streaming. And you think about exactly. it, we've just gone through a lot of different topics. This is just for the educational lounge. This does not include Divisional Day, and this doesn't include trending topics or any of our joint sessions or many other great sessions that are, are throughout the week. So you know, if, if you think about just the magnitude and the a la carte programming available, there's more options for Cosida members this year than ever before. And that's just for Poseida. Obviously, one of the great things about this convention is the ability to go to other sessions. You know, I do marketing mm -hmm. and I do more administrative stuff on my campus now. So I will be going to the NACMA sessions as well. Um, I'm going to some Nadia sessions for Division Three administrators. So remember, you know, to all my colleagues out there, you're not just limited to Poseida. If there's a topic from one of our sister organizations that you think that you can learn from, by all means, you know, please, you know, Go and learn as much as you can this week. 
For those of you who will be going to Orlando, you can visit our sponsor, Prestel Sports in Orlando, to say hi at Cosina booth number four and Acta booth number 908. Or better yet, book a one-on-one session with them. Check out their top 10 must-dos next week at prestelsports.com slash SIDcast. Now, let's get back to today's conversation with Lori, Jeremy, and Ira. That's something that uh, Ira just reiterated from our last little segment there with Lori, how you can go to both. I mean, your past gets you into everything. That was kind of a big conversation piece that we had there. So just kind of hammering that home for you guys that I attended an ACMA session last year. There's no reason why you can't this year. Um, So you've expanded upon the programming quite a bit from last year. And you just mentioned there, there are a few different things that maybe I didn't even think about when, when it came to like, okay, what could we have as far as an educational lounge session? So what are, Maybe what if somebody wanted to learn more about something, maybe a more hands-on type of thing? I mean, do they go about suggesting to you guys what they want to hear from? I mean, how do you how is suggestion, how do they learn more about the programming coming up? That's a great question. So, so really there's three ways that we've come up with these ideas over the years for at least the five years I've been on the committee and the two years obviously that I've been helping to organize the educational lounge. The number one is your convention survey at the end of the convention. You know, we look at what's on there. We read basically every word, and there's hundreds of pages by the time people respond. Um, some of it is, you know, word of mouth. People come up to us and say, "Hey, this would be a great idea." Or I have a desire to learn this, uh, which is actually where key, uh, green screening and and Keen came in. Somebody came up to me last year and made that suggestion. Um, and to be honest, some of it is just observation. Mm-hmm. Like if we notice that there's a trend over the year and I'm, I'm on all the Facebook groups and, you know, so is Wendy and Jim and, and Barb and the rest of our committee. And, you know, if we see something that is a topic that's been discussed, absolutely. It's something that we want to consider whether it's for our educational lounge, if it's more hands-on or, you know, for the general programming as well. And, you know, there's, there's never a bad idea. You know, sometimes we might want not, might not want to repeat something if it's been done multiple years in a row. But with the hands-on sessions with the educational lounge, that's stuff that should really be done every year as much as possible because maybe you want to go this year, mm-hmm. but it's sold out. Well, maybe next year you'll be able to do that. So that's something that we obviously plan on, on keep doing. And, you know, it's I think this industry changes so fast that it's important that we keep some good, fresh content in there every year. You know, who knew last year at this time how popular the Genius Sports NCAA Live Stats sessions were going to be in? They are by far the most popular this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you mentioned a few things about keeping up to date with the times and everything. You mentioned the keyword there, trending, which is what I was looking for. So you got some trending topic stuff coming up. I mean, what, what are some things that people have to look forward to with that? So on Monday the 10th, right after the Cosida 5K, Jeremy Rosenthal, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I, in fact, I'm running in it, so I'm going to have to shower real quick and get to uh, my session because I'm doing one at uh, 8 a.m. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Side hustles. You should come to that with me, Don Stoner, and Dave Platty and give you an idea how we've been able to work in you know, pro sports and some other big events outside our university. But in addition to side hustles, S-I-D-E mm-hmm. hustles, uh, will be video content ideas, uh, balancing work and family, um, NCAA branding, uh, NCAA transfers. That's some of the topics that will be discussed in the morning session. Remember, these are three uh, 30-minute sessions that will rotate, so you can go to more than one, and it's highly recommended that you try to at least hit two of the three if you could. Um, And then in the afternoon, uh, beginning at about 2.15 and running until a little bit after 4, such trending topics will be uh, post-networking strategies, uh, back to basics writing. I know, you know people are, you know, sometimes forget about the basics of the writing because we're so concentrating on yeah. video and, and graphics, but that'll be a good session. Uh, media training for SIDs and athletes, shameless plug. I'm moderating that panel, and uh, we have some great experts in that one to share some knowledge. So come out to that one. Um, NCAA rules relevant to SIDs, which will be very beneficial. And, you know, those of us, who have compliance officers next door to our office. They'll be thankful we went to that. Um, financial planning, prepping for retirement. Yeah, that's smart. We're all yeah. going to get old at some point. I'm getting, I'm halfway through myself. Plan for retirement. It's a good idea. And then finally, 
uh, diversity and inclusion panel, uh, which will be you know, feature some of the great work of our new diversity uh, committee uh, through Casida. So those are just some of the trending topics, you know, on top of so, so many other great sessions. I'm sure Lori Bullock, uh, when she was on, probably talked about some of them as well. Mm-hmm. And Divisional Day, all the divisional groups do such a great job, you know, trying to find programming that that's for their membership. So. I think this is going to be shaping out to be maybe the best Casada convention ever. Perfect. Well, you're, that's a big prediction. Hopefully, uh, and I think so too, seeing as what everybody else has been saying of all the, the feedback and, and uh, again, just the programming that you, you guys, the work that they've, everybody has gone through. Um, two last questions here, and one kind of popped in my head uh, as you were speaking there. Um, maybe there's two sessions going on that a person, you can't be in two places at once. Um, maybe somebody who's not at Cosida like myself is interested in the side hustle stuff. Uh, is there any way for those types of people to get maybe a PowerPoint slide or maybe get the presentation after the fact to learn more? I believe uh, that so all the uh, all the PowerPoints are going to be submitted to uh, Barb and, and Lori, and I believe there will be a repository online. Um, it's it's tough for anybody who's not in the educational lounge. Mm-hmm to kind of get that content just because it's so much more hands-on just people are going to be walking around the room showing you how to do things. So that's a little more difficult. Uh, but I believe that all these will be posted on the Casada website under the convention uh, tab. So, you know, that's one way. And quite frankly, another great way, if there was something you're interested in and just couldn't be there, look at who the presenters were and reach out to them and see if they'd be willing to share some of it with you. You know, people who present, moderator very proud of, of being able to give back and i'm sure that they'd be uh, willing to share that information as well and if somebody wanted to be a speaker next year what would be the best way to get in contact with you about that best way is again going to the cosida uh, survey at the end and kind of identify you know what area do you have expertise in you know if, if there's an area where you think that you have a way to give back to our membership we're always looking for people who haven't presented before you know sometimes that way is to be a moderator for the first time we have a moderator training session uh, a few weeks before the convention every year um, it's a little bit more of a low-key way to get involved because you're basically just trying to keep the panels and the sessions going and, and moderating questions etc so that's a good way for people to get involved um, if you know if you don't get a chance to fill out the survey and you are interested you know reach out to any of us on the programming committee wendy mayer you know myself you know jim powers uh next year cindy potter who's our current third vice president will be rotating into the second role and she'll be uh, our contact on the casada board so cindy would be a great one as well for next year perfect well ira thank you very much for coming on enjoy the rest of ecac convention and hopefully some people will come up and say hi at Cosida. Always like to talk to people. It's a, a personal goal of mine every year at the convention to try to meet five to ten new people. So, if you know we've only interacted online on some of our Facebook groups, you know please come up and introduce yourself. I will do the same, and I hope everybody has a wonderful convention. Be safe traveling. I'm going to blindside you here real quick before we get to the, uh, the uh, 5k and stuff rising star award. Uh, how do you feel about it? And uh, is there anything you'd like to say to the people out there? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a tremendous honor. I mean, I think uh, one of the things that, uh, that you know uh, about uh, the profession and a lot of things is you don't, uh, you don't do it alone. You're not a success alone. So I think there's a lot of people that uh, uh, have helped me uh, along the way. And, you know, I don't know if I need to, you know, make this a whole big thing and single them all mm-hmm. out. But it's just uh, it's an honor and especially to be recognized by uh, your peers in the profession that uh, you look up to. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, a tremendous honor for me. And so looking forward to, to being down there and Orlando and getting to, to share that uh, with a lot of people that have been uh, instrumental in, uh, in my career. Uh, my parents are flying down, one of my brothers. So um, to have, uh, you know, my family there, that'll be uh, certainly be special too.
Well, I think you're very well deserving of the honor. So congratulations from us on our end. So um, let's get back to the thing that we really wanted to talk about, you know, together. We followed this a little bit with Chris Mitchell uh, last week. Um, but the 5K is coming up. First of all, uh, a lot of people I'm seeing are on the fence about this. Um, is there anything going to be different about the 5K this year in Orlando as it was two years ago? Uh, yeah, there's some there's some different things. Uh, you know, and I've been a part of this for a long time. And, uh, you know, in the last, uh, you know, four years or so, kind of taking the reins uh, of coordinating the event. And it's been amazing just to see how it's grown in, in uh, the amount of people that do it. You know, people tell me, you know, I can never, you know, wake up that early. You know, I can never, uh -huh. you know, do like a run or a walk. Uh, but the numbers say otherwise. You know, we had over 200 people that, uh, that, uh, that did it last year in D.C. So if that's an indication that people are willing to, to do it, you're not going to go out there and there's going to be like five other people um, so I think it is fun to, to do it with a lot of, uh, you know, other people, you know, friends and colleagues, uh, sort of, uh, outside of the, uh, you know, kind of hotel of the convention. So I think it's a lot of fun and there's a, a lot of people that do it. Um, I guess one misconception would be that you need to be in great shape to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, absolutely not. You know, there's people that, uh, that are in better shape, but, uh, there's a, so there's a 5K run that you can do, but there's also a, a two-mile walk that we've uh, added this year. Uh, so uh, just two miles. It used to be a 5K uh, walk, uh, which is about a three-mile, but uh, decided to shorten it a little bit to make the uh, run and the walk, the times that people would finish a little bit more close together. Um, so there's, I think there's about 30 people that are signed up just for the walk. So if, uh, you know, maybe you're worried that you're not in the best, uh, shape, uh, I think most people can, can do a two mile walk. Um, so that's a great option to, to look at. And then, uh, another thing that we have new for this year, which uh, is really exciting, um, all finishers will get, uh, a custom, uh, designed medal. Uh, so, uh, we had, uh, uh, an award sponsor come on this year that approached us and um, you know I got to meet with him when I was in Tampa for the uh, working the women's final four uh, guys out of Tampa uh, Levy recognition is the the company and they make these uh, beautiful awards uh, you might have seen you know pictures of the medals but uh, come down do the event you get a medal uh, you also get a t-shirt um, you know, and uh, and just know that you're you're supporting you know a great cause. We can get into the the community service project too. Mm -hmm. but it's just a, uh, it's just a great event, and it's just um, been growing and growing every year. So uh, why not come out and uh, and be a part of it? Great way to to start your day. I know I always feel better if I've gotten a, a walk or a run in the morning. Just uh, feel better the rest of the day. So come out and do it. Um, we're going to have uh, online signups uh, going until about the, uh, the 4th uh, of June, and then you can also sign up. We'll have um, a table uh, most of the day on Sunday, June 9th, the first day of the convention, where we'll be, uh, we can sign up uh, additional people then as well. Perfect. Well, I was going to ask you about the sign-up stuff, so I'm glad that you mentioned it there. Um, before we get into any of the community service projects that you guys have going on, uh, there's also a Facebook group if you if you do want to train just through the year or just lose weight or anything like that that they, the community runs as well, right? Yeah, so it's uh, it's Coside of Fitness Challenge. You can find it on Facebook. Uh, one of the things that we started um, that I kind of started with some help from from our committee. Uh, we had this this great 5K, but I wanted something that was more of kind of a long-term um, approach. So we started uh, last year a 10-week uh, fitness challenge where people could uh, track their uh, physical activity on uh, the Strava app. Um, so we've been doing that. This year we added a, a COSIDA Fit Month. Um, and also are currently in, uh, in, an, uh, in the second year of the fitness challenge. We're about, uh, we're nearing the end of it now. I think we're about seven or eight weeks of the 10, uh, in, but, uh, but yeah. And then this Facebook page is a great group because, uh, you know, people get on there and post about things they're doing. It's a great way to, 
to motivate each other and encourage each other, you know, the whole thing, you know, you're not doing it alone. You have all these people to, uh, to support you. And that's been one of the greatest things that I've seen is just that, uh, so many people have gotten on there and whether it's posting about a race they're doing, or maybe it's even, uh, even beyond exercise, we tried to get, uh, people are posting like their favorite recipes. So, uh, uh-huh. from like a nutrition aspect. So, uh, uh, definitely check out the fitness challenge, check out that Facebook page. A lot of, uh, great, uh, content on that again, to, to encourage and to motivate, um, you know, people, cause it is, it is so important. And, uh, you know, we know that we, uh, you know, work a lot of hours and, and all this stuff and could do better when it comes to, to health and wellness. So this is just a great, uh, way to kind of find some, uh, some encouragement and some support, uh, around, uh, health and wellness. Where do you see this group or these challenges with the, uh, fitness month and everything like that going in the future? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, I think it's great how, how it is, uh, you know, right now, uh, like I said, I think, uh, people are, uh, are finding a great use for it. I know there was, uh, I remember somebody posting last year, something to the effect of, you know, I wasn't, um, I wasn't going to go work out uh, tonight, but then I, I thought of, you know, the fitness challenge and all those people on the Facebook page. And uh, it really motivated me to, uh, to get out there and, and to do, uh, do some exercise, do something good for, for my body. So, uh, so the, I mean, that's just, that's just great hearing stuff like that. Uh, I think that, uh, that maybe, maybe in the future we'll, uh, we'll do more of what we've talked about, like a, like a virtual 5k, so, you know, not everybody um, attends the convention and can do the 5K at the convention, but uh, maybe having, uh, you know, this concept of a, a virtual 5K, which is something that's been out there for a while. Um, but, uh, you know, people can, can sign up and you just pick like a day or a weekend or something and everybody does a 5K in their own homes and cities and everything. And you compile, you know, pictures and results and uh so it's not something like in Orlando where, you know, everybody's there doing it at the same time, but more of kind of a, a virtual kind of 5K. And uh, I will say that for anybody that, that isn't uh, playing on coming to uh, to the convention in Orlando, um, so we are kind of doing a, a virtual kind of 5K at the end of our fitness challenge. So it'll be uh, a week before the uh, – the 5k in Orlando. So not this weekend, but next weekend, um, around like the, the first few days of June, we're going to encourage people to, to do a, a 5k on their own and send in, uh, you know, pictures, uh, of that. And, uh, and, uh, if you're already for, signed up for the 5k and go into the convention in Orlando, great. If you're not signed up, sign up. And even if you're not signed up, uh, you know, register for the convention, uh, 5k and, um, you know, know that, you know, you're supporting a great cause by that, uh, contribution, maybe a, a donation. And, uh, another thing that I've kind of, uh, told people is you can kind of, uh, sponsor maybe somebody else to do the 5k. Mm. So if you want to make a donation, um, you know, then I can reach out to people that maybe aren't signed up. Uh, maybe, uh, they don't have as big of, you know, a budget or something and you can kind of, uh, still contribute to the cause uh, in that way. Perfect. Well, I will tell you this. I do have a 5K coming up in June. It is going to be just not timed. And apparently it's just kind of like a community service thing. But you know me, I'm going to be the one to go out and try and win it. So uh, that, that's kind of, if anybody knows me, that's kind of my personality. I hate that about me, but I got to do it anyway. Um, we also learned some community service stuff that you guys got going on in Orlando. Last year, you did made some peanut butter and jellies. We hear you guys have got a plan for some shoes this year. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I mean, so uh, so the 5K, you know, it, it has benefits of, uh, you know, physical fitness and, uh, and engaging with your peers, but it also has this great component of, uh, of raising money for local charities. Um, so uh, in the past 10 years, we have raised uh, over $21,500 for local charities. Um, so, which is just an incredible thing that we've been able to, uh, to do. So each year, uh, each convention, we, we pick kind of a local charity that we're going to uh, raise money for. 
But we also, when we can, we like to do a physical uh, service project, you know, because it's great to it's great to raise money, but it's also great to, you know, go somewhere and uh, and actually do a physical service project and make a difference uh, in that way. Um, so we're working with a group in Orlando that we've worked with in the past when we've been in Orlando before. Uh, the group is uh, Samaritan's Feet. And uh, so we're going to be doing, uh, like you said, we're going to be in a shoe distribution. So we're going to be able to provide uh, about 200 kids from low-income uh, families in the Orlando area a new pair of shoes. And uh, in addition to uh, providing them a pair of shoes, um, this, um, this program and the shoe distribution, we're also gonna, going to, uh, uh, to wash their feet. And I know it sounds a little bit odd, but um, you know, it's, it's a great kind of bonding experience that you can have with, uh, with a young kid. Uh, you're giving them a pair of shoes. They're wa- you're washing their feet, and you're engaging, uh, you know, in, in in dialogue. You're finding out what are their goals, what are their dreams, um, you know, and you can be kind of an inspirational figure to them. Um, so that's a really unique thing that's uh, that's very enjoyable. I've done it, uh, you know, a few times, and uh, it's a great thing to to be involved with. So we're going to go down there. That community service project is on the same day of the 5k. So it's also that Monday, June 10th, uh, from about two fifteen to, to five o'clock. So, uh, if you can get away from the convention for, for a couple hours and, uh, you know, really, uh, really make a difference. We have plenty of, uh, spots open for people to get on the bus with us. And so we just take the bus from the, a bus from the convention, um, over to, to Frontline Outreach. It's kind of a community center type of thing where we host the shoe drive. Um, so we're going to be uh, we're going to be doing that. Perfect. Sounds good. It, it, and um, I know that when the buses leave and everything like that, how do people sign up? I mean, is there an advanced sign up? Can they just show up to a bus? I mean, how does this work? Yeah, so uh, we prefer if you uh, go and sign up in advance. So similar to the 5k, there's there's a page. Um, if you go to, uh, to cosida.com slash cosida cares, you can find all of our different initiatives, um, that we do the fitness challenge, the 5k, uh, click the one that's community service, and that'll take you to all the information about the community service project. You can sign up there and, uh, yeah, you know, we'd, we'd love to have you. All right. Sounds good. Jeremy, thank you very much for coming on and congratulations again on the rising star award. Thank you very much. I appreciate it.